Hello, Sebastian Lacido. Welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. I'm in Matthew chapter 3, verse 1. It says, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and food the food he ate was locusts and wild honey. Let's just stop there for a second. John is a forerunner in the scripture. Uh, it was, we quoted from uh, Isaiah, and we see that he's a forerunner. And the message of a forerunner is repent and get ready to meet the Lord. It's the same message that we have today. Repent, get your life right to meet the Lord. And so he was essentially homeless. The Bible says that he wore camel skins or hair, you know, camel uh, skins around his uh, body. And that is an indication that he didn't have uh, soft clothing or th things that were weaved, right? And so he wore a leather belt and he ate locusts, which are which is a type of a nut. So he ate nuts and honey, he was a Nazarite. So John was one sent before. He's actually a cousin of Jesus uh, because Elizabeth, his mother, and Mary were cousins. And so he's a forerunner. So here he is, verse 5, in Jerusalem, in all Judea and the regions around the Jordan about him, and were baptized of him, confessing their sins. So people came to him. He was about probably five miles from Jerusalem, so they walked five miles to, to repent and get right with God. Their hearts were to get right with God. They want to confess their sins and be baptized. Verse 7, when he saw the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, brood of vipers, which is a uh, not a good term, right? It says, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruit worthy of repentance. And so the religious leaders were coming out, not because they had a heart to repent or confess their sins or be baptized. They wanted to see where their flock was going. They wanted to see what they were doing, what John was all about. He confronted them and he basically told them, just as Jesus did. Remember, Jesus had a more difficult time and had a harsher voice toward the religious leaders because they, they, they didn't believe in him. They didn't believe his ministry was correct. They didn't believe in the message of repentance as well. And I think there's a lot of parallels to that today. And so it goes on and says, uh, do not think to say for yourselves, we have Abraham our father, for I say to you, God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. In other words, don't rely on a blood or physical covenant. Don't rely on what you think is right. When you look at the Abrahamic covenant, it wasn't blood, it was spiritual. It always was spiritual. His bloodline was the most fortunate because they were born into it. But it always was a spiritual covenant. People could join. We see Rahab the harlot. We see many others joining uh, the Jews. So it wasn't just a bloodline. It was, a, it was a, a type of faith in a coming Messiah or the coming seed that would come through Abraham. And so he's saying, don't rely on your old religion and what you think, uh, because it's not correct. And we can say that today for some of the denominational uh, churches that we came out of that maybe didn't have right doctrine or sound doctrine. Yeah, verse 10, he says, even now the ax is laid at the, at the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. In other words, the baptism, this judgment is now because he's going to speak about another judgment in the next two verses. So in other words, you know, we're, we're changing dispensations because Jesus is coming. Repent and get right with God because judgment's going to change. 
and it did. We have a higher privilege now, and so does everyone alive today. So verse 11, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will thoroughly cleanse his threshing floor, gather his wheat into the barns, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable uh, fire. When Jesus came to Galilee to, to John uh, uh, in the Jordan, he came to him to be baptized. And so what we need to see here is this is the judgment at the end times. It, it says the winnowing hand is in his, in, his, in his hand. In other words, the winnowing fan is in his hands. What they would do is throw up the wheat in the chaff. The chaff would fly away and the wheat would fall. So that's a separation. So he said he will thoroughly cleanse his threshing floor, which is the world. He'll gather his wheat, that the, the saved, at the end. Will, he'll gather into his barns. But the chaff, the unbeliever, he'll burn with uh, uh, unquenchable fire. And so we see this even in one of the parables where it says, let the tares and the wheat grow together. And at the end, he'll separate, he'll judge. Well, I ran over for today. Please pray about joining our ministry. Go to our website, look at what we have. God bless you guys and have a great, great day. Thanks for watching.